Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone and welcome back to Behind Massive Screens, a game development podcast here at Massive Entertainment in Malmö, Sweden. My name's Dori, joined by my co-host Petter. Hello. And, uh, well, today we're going to talk a little bit about UI. But first, of course, we have to have a, a little bit of a chat, right? The, the, ban- the banter the, part. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the banter. I was hoping you had the banter prepared because I had nothing today. No, I mean, I had a little business trip all last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would love to tell you about it, but then there would be an annoying beep in the recording because yep. we can't talk about that any of that yet. Oh, I was thinking that is so that was so crazy that it <laughs> have to be beeped. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, we are joined by UI artist Anna. Welcome. Hello. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about her job and her journey at uh, in becoming a UI artist here at Massive. Yeah. So I thought that- we'll start with the very first standard question. And that is, what is a UI artist? And kind of in broad strokes, what is the job description? So basically, uh, I think that uh, we have to uh, describe what UI is, first of all. Uh, so UI is uh, basically a language uh, to communicate with uh, uh, machine, computer program, maybe, or e- even other devices. It doesn't have to be even, you know, like d- digital uh, with a user, with um, in our, of course, in our case, it's a player. Uh, so basically, that's it, and it uh, it contains all of the visual language that we can provide, as for example, like a, like a typography, uh, uh, shapes, uh, colors, uh, sounds design. Yeah. So, so in broad strokes, when I think of UI, I think of you know the the HUD that the when, well. The, yeah, that's a one you know, part the health of, yeah. and you know the minimap and all that stuff. That's a part. Yeah, uh, but it's it goes not deeper only than that. that. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's uh, it's a uh, that's the first, uh, of course. Uh, when you think, uh, it's an easier way to just firstly describe. Yeah, that's it. Uh, in on HUD, you have basically information about your character uh, or what's going on with this. So basically, it's giving you information. But that's not only that. There's uh, menus. There's uh, um, there's uh, other elements in environment. Uh, there's uh, mm, uh, there's uh, even you know like uh, this uh, uh, small uh, in, in indicators around uh, uh, around the around the character. It's like it's not only a hat. It's uh, basically everything that uh, bring you. To the to the game world, it can be also like providing you some stories. Uh, uh, it's sometimes it's even like a crucial part of the game uh, because pretty often UI can be uh, so something totally separate from the game and from uh, f- from from the story that we're gonna want to provide. It's only just a tool. As I would compare it to uh, when you when we have uh, all of the uh, telephone apps. 
usually it's not building any story to um, to our life. Usually, because it can be. For example, I will, I will bring, for example, Duolingo, is, but it's also kind of kind of gamey uh, app. But for example, I can't imagine that uh, some my mail uh, application will try to set a set a story for me uh, with every time I'm receiving re- receiving mail from my uh, from a landlord. You know, like I, <laughs> basically, I don't need that. The most depressing story. And ever yeah, like in a game uh, game UI, it's a little bit uh, different, and I would say more interesting story because we, you can. It's, it's more freely, you can play with this more. And it depends, uh, of, the, of course, uh, of uh, what, what we decided uh, on the beginning, what we, want to, what, what, what we want to set up. It can be, as I, sorry, I'm just I'm repeating myself, but we can basically uh, provide part of the story uh, which UI is a crucial element to this. Yeah. Yeah, and if I if I understood you correctly, a part of the job of the UI artist is is figuring out what that information is from the game, and then how to translate it to the user. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically that. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting to hear you talk about like the story a UI can tell because it, it definitely can break the story as well if you have yeah. like a dramatic game. I'm not going to mention any names, but there are times when you're playing a dramatic fantasy game, for example, and the the UI is just doesn't fit. And then everything kind of starts falling apart because the way, as you said, you mm-hmm. the way you interact with the game suddenly becomes completely completely off. Yeah, that's um, there's a popular sentence. I mean, sentence is like what makes UI good uh, that it's not noticeable, mm. but it's not mean uh, that it's uh, invisible. It's right. not the same. Uh, noticeable. It means that uh, it's just a part of the world. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just uh, set up with the mood. Uh, it's just uh, interact with you and with character. It can be diegetic. Uh, and that's the, also like one interesting point of diegetic UI. Like uh, uh, that's even uh, applied in a division game. That basically it's not something you know like uh, out of uh, out of out of out of the world of the character. Character can interact with that. So it can be on the watch, it can be uh, a book, uh, for example, like some glossary, and that's also UI, basically. So of course it can be also simple when it has to be, Uh, you know, like you don't have to be super fancy or uh, super super artistically provide, but then it has to be still graphically good. Right. Like it's don't, it's for, I can't imagine um, some... Uh, some funny game like super uh, light-hearted uh, mm, game for, for for kids with uh, super dark uh, uh, <laughs> font, uh, black, you know, like with all of the blood, you know, like it might. <laughs> of course, probably it can be somewhere, <laughs> but probably it's not for a game for a kids. It will give the, like the wrong subliminal feeling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like uh, like the connection between these two words. It's super important. Yeah, I think we have had a similar discussion actually with, with with Alex, audio director here about audio. It's just kind mm-hmm. of the same thing. You, when it's good, you don't really notice as such, but when it's bad, you really notice. Yeah, like, because it's also building the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. 
So how did, how did you end up doing UI? What was what was your journey mm -hmm. into the world of, of uh, UI art, but also your way here to mm -hmm. Massive? Uh, so uh, I always wanted to. I mean, wanted. I was I rem from far from. I remember I'd been doing something with art. I remember. I remember. I used to. I still love cartoons, and I remember even if when I was a kid. Uh, I draw in, I remember at the kindergarten, uh, our teacher or our nanny asked us for, uh, draw yourself in the future. And I was drawing myself as my mother with, you know, like the perm on the head, you know, <laughs> like this all um, communistic, post-communistic style, <laughs> stylized uh, uh, fashion. And I was, as as this person, I was hanging like some uh, illustration on the on the laundry line, and that's supposed to be uh, that's how I imagine production of uh, animation, like cartoon. Right. And it's, it's very meta. You 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 drawing yourself in the future. You drew yourself, kind of drawing. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of. But I mean, <laughs> that was that's the my first uh, recognition that I. I, I set up my my thought that maybe I should do it. Uh, then I've been in uh, uh, arts high school, and after high school, I uh, get uh, get myself to Academy of Fine Arts uh, as a and I finish as uh, as a graphic designer. Uh, but I think I never felt at home at uh, Academy because it was. I'm not saying that it's the thing that I've been doing there that wasn't cool or interesting that was amazing but still i felt that it's not fully me mm, right uh so it was like uh you know the packaging editorial design um uh basically uh everything that it's usually only manual art uh i remember at least at my times uh that wasn't super popular to do like a digital paint uh, at academy so I felt that it's probably not surely me. Right. And uh, I remember I just, I, I mean, I remember that wasn't that far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I chose uh, multimedia as my specialization. So I've, I've been doing some animation, typography animation, even 2D, uh, I mean 2D, uh, frame by frame. Uh, I've been doing this a little bit. So yeah, but after our graduation, it's not that easy to find job uh, in the field. Uh, I get a job as a graphic designer in an office, like a, you know, like some business office, and it was cool. I mean, people was cool, but uh, at the job and uh, job wise, I've probably not been feeling still the the vibe. And one of the days, I uh, I found it in one of the. Uh, Polish uh, game dev studios that they hiring for a, a 2D graphic intern. Right. And I remember this correctly. That was 2D graphic intern. And like, yeah, why not? Maybe I should try. My partner says like, yeah, like do it. Like, what's what's what is the issue of uh, not trying? I'm like, yeah, true. And like then, I get a test, and on the test was like UI art. Like, hmm, what's, what's UI? <laughs> you know, like, I, I, uh, on my test, I receive uh, mm, a quest, <laughs> task, uh, to prepare some icons. 
And I was thinking like, yeah, this is typical thing that graphic designer doing. So it's, it's nothing, nothing that I've never done. But then like, yeah, I, I received my, um, uh, uh, I received this job and I was like, UI art intern. So I, I was like, consider, concerned with that. And I just checking in the Google and I'm like, hmm, it's probably not that far what I'm doing. So let's try it. And uh, after that, uh, it wasn't that easy uh, because uh, I need to say that I've not been playing for a long time in this uh, in this period of high school and uh, and uh, academy because I didn't just have a device to play on or you know like that wasn't the time when everyone had internet and laptop. It was like a little bit mo- more in the past. It was a period of serious business. Yes. Yes, and, and you know, like this was also like a a little bit uh, shame to play because it's a waste of time, you know. Like so, I, I was thinking about this. It's like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't spend time of that on that. And after I start to work in a game gameplay uh, game dev the in- industry, I realize that what huge gap I have, you know, right. like uh, games change so much, and I just simply don't understand what's going on. Right. I have a knowledge with a graphic design field, but I don't know how to use it properly. So then starts the best part of my career, and I've been doing research. You know, like, <laughs> I start to play, and yeah, that was pretty great time. It was. I was kind of wondering about that when you said about the icons yeah. on your test. So were they like game? I, I'm guessing there were game-related icons you mm-hmm. were asked to create, yeah. and how you went from, as you say, you had a gap in in uh, in playing, how you were able to still kind of out of oh. maybe not nothing, but oh. still, yeah, like, because hey, here are game concepts, <laughs> make these because uh, that particular quest. Uh, sorry, I'm speaking still quest task. <laughs> It's, uh, it's all right. You've been you've been playing <laughs> games for uh, for, yeah, for a while now. I'm doing my feed, my research yeah. <laughs> too much, maybe. Uh, because that particular pa- uh, part of the of my test was uh, super uh, super uh, like a digital painting. Yep. So that was something that I've been doing for a, for a long time, and that's the reason why it was probably good. Right. And they like it, so yep. that's how I get get this position. And yeah, like that starts uh, this whole period of just learning and uh, realizing that there's so much to do in UI. It's not only about icons, or it's not only about typography. It's more. And uh, basically, what brings me the most uh, to UI uh, is that I have so much opportunities to do animation right. and yeah as I, I know that this is like a long story but that's the reason why i bring the my mother figure uh on the beginning that yeah i i'm finally doing this yeah. i'm happy you know so um, of course it take a time to you know like get the knowledge as uh, as i said but but it was worth it yeah. and i would say that even for people who don't know what to do sometimes it's just like Sometimes it's worth to to check and worth to um, get attached to 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 the thing that you are doing. And because 
as I said, from it wasn't easy. No. I would say it wasn't easy, but now I feel pretty amazing. I and I kind of love it. I mean, yeah. I kind I love it. So it's like it's great that I found this yeah. on the field. Yeah. Find what you want to do, hone in, and then yeah. do your research. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you don't have a proper name. Sometimes you have to find it. Yeah, you know? yeah, like 2D. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like uh, after that, you know, like I, I finish a couple of, of projects and then I get my, I once I, I check my ArtStation account and I had a message and I ignored that for a month. <laughs> <laughs> I ignored this message for a month and then opened this and I realized that was some message from HR partner for Ubisoft. Right. Yeah. So... I was wondering if it's even available still, like this offer. But the f but it was, so I just set up. We, we set up the meeting, and here I am. So yeah. that's happened. That's how how it's happened. And of course, it's, it wasn't easy to leave my uh, my uh, leave my previous uh, previous team. Uh, but for me, I always wanted to try to work. Uh, work abroad uh, also i just i forgot to mention because yeah like english is not my first language so now it's an opportunity to learn right mm -hmm. of course uh, it's also take time but i feel like even after a year it's much 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 better even that i am here i get <laughs> you know like i get the courage to do it yeah so. absolutely yeah. and then after this hour it'll be even better right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um that was my that, that was a great opportunity to try yeah. and uh, also my partner my dogs uh, they had to uh, stay at uh, my uh, my country but as uh, sweden is not that far i have only 1 hour flight yeah that's right to warsaw so it's pretty pretty okay we are just we, we are managing this so yeah. it's not that terrible also sweden is beautiful i love it like and also Malmo, where we are, is essentially as close to Poland charming. as you can get in this Yeah, country, it's super so. charming, by the way. I was thinking on the beginning, like when I came here, like, oh, it's pretty small. Yeah. Uh, in it comparison in small. comparison to Warsaw, which is capital. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, hmm. I didn't realize that. Uh, as, as far as I said, I heard this, like, third uh, biggest city in Sweden, but it's so so tiny, <laughs> but it's yeah. not. It's not working like that. It's super, super nice and charming people. And people are kind, and I really like it. And uh, uh, Sweden uh, as a uh, as a place for biking is one of the best places they've <laughs> been. So yeah, I find a lot of enjoyment here. So yeah. I will recommend. We've also learned that sometimes random messages on the internet can be a good thing. Yeah, um, just. Stay vigilant. Yeah. 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 Uh, make, make sure to check your inbox on LinkedIn and ArtStation. <laughs> yeah, so, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's better on ArtStation than Facebook. I mean, uh, I didn't even re think that that might be there, you know, no. like maybe on LinkedIn, yeah, but on ArtStation was like super, super surprising. It's like, uh, it's like finding, I don't know, like, 10 bucks in your old <laughs> pants, you know, like, it's like, oh, it's there. <laughs> Every viewer or listener with an ArtStation account going, oh, I need to fix my, my ArtStation account as soon as possible. need to clean this up. Um, what do you, 
Okay, so let's start. Let's kind of oh, dig start. into. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's start the recording. Yeah, no, no. It, it's it's time to head over into the deep end and, to, and dive a little bit more into yeah. uh, you know the the life and job of a UI artist. And I think one of the first questions that I have is because I've heard these terms a lot, and I'm not really sure what the difference is between the two UI and UX. It's a deep topic. Oh, okay. But okay, let's then let's briefly let's, let's record a whole it's, episode just about this topic. It's a deep topic and I want to go really really only on the surface. Okay. Yeah. So, basically, UI is a user interface. UX is a user experience and it's pretty often attached UX is on pre- pretty often attached only to uh, to interfaces, but it's not what it sh- how it should works because right. UX is attached to every part of the experience of the player have not only of course it's part of the interfaces too but it's also the whole the holistic experience of the whole game so right. it's a more to expand and I would just like to keep it on this. Yeah, yeah so yeah, a different sense. focus, but there's yes. a lot of like cooperation work between. Yeah, the two. part of, yeah. but it's not only that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll 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 leave it here, and then we'll yes. also get somebody from UX. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, <laughs> like, I will leave them at this <laughs> this part. Uh, but w- what kind of uh, usually we we tend to take these kinds of like hypothetical games, but. Let's settle on a game again. We settled on a. Uh, we were exploding barrels and stuff. Yeah, let's con- continue our journey of the first-person shooter. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. What kind of game should it be? A uh, modern. Well, it's still a modern shooter. Yeah. Obviously, uh, you shoot in red barrels. But where in in game development? So we have a first-person shooter. That's mm-hmm. what we're planning. It's supposed to be in a modern setting, and you're supposed to be able to shoot red barrels, right? Yeah. That's as far as we've gotten in our game design document. Yeah, and th- there was but a hallway as well. There's yeah. a hallway. Yeah. There's a, there's a, and a car and stuff. But uh, where at, at which point kind of do the UI artists start getting involved uh, into like the starting to put things together? Tech- Always is involved. Always. Oh, from the beginning. <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, uh, because uh, if we want to start, even um, of course we usually starting with researching for the mood. Right. of the game but in the same time we have to think about the functionality we we need to know of course of course now we know that it's a first person shooter that's at least good that yeah. we know that <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> yeah so and then uh we kind of need to listen kind of we have we have to listen uh what's there in the game already because uh it depends a lot uh what we gonna provide after because some decision can be made for um for for one type of game on another and sometimes we even have to even we have lot things set up we have to throw it away because Mm. sometimes decisions are changed you know like we we for a long time of course we trying to uh bring up the mood as i was saying before uh um the whole um designing process is uh, involving all of the parts like usually of course sometimes we are focusing only like now we have to only think about art yeah. and that's it we're not thinking about nothing else because we need to we need to know what we want to 
what we want to have as a base. And the colors, the typography usually uh, is uh, one of the part. Shapes, uh, what what button can be, you know, like it's going to be, I don't know, like squares or triangles. It's whatever. Like yeah, yeah. you can, you will have to know what we need and what's going to be, I'm mm, just, uh, I think a little bit uh, doing a hamster in the wheel. Yeah. That yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing like one of the, the main first questions is, for example, with our hypothetical first person shooter, are we going to do an organic uh, UI where, for example, uh, let me just pull a couple of examples out of thin air. Metro, uh, where it's all in a, in a like a diary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fallout, where you have the watch and then everything that's shown on screen when you're not looking at the watch kind of resembles that. So you feel like you're always getting the UI from the watch. Or is it uh, like separate? It's just, you know. We should look at the story then. Boom. We have to look at the story. Yeah. So, so is that uh, like a conversation that you bring up with the game devs of like, hey, should we look into how the story is, how we want the UI? So it's like a cooperation from the beginning. Yeah, basically. Like, uh, it's a, it's as I, I, I was, I was bringing it before. Like, this is like a word creation, mm. uh, and uh, it's. It just depends on the decision what we are making. If it's possible uh, to, for us, if, uh, from not even you know like um, the Im- imagine part of of it, but also with the technical part, because sometimes we can have super crazy idea how to present uh, some systems, but for example, engine is not um, is not able to to manage it. So it's there's so many parts that we have to. Uh, we have to bring together. We have to establish so many, so so many systems, and uh, uh, we have to always work with other teams. Yeah. Like uh, this is the one of the most important part. I would say that it's not only uh, just oh, you have a task and do it. Uh, you have oh, with every task you, you you get in, you always. Talking with other uh, other de- departments and teams, it's yeah. probably not possible for for you to just go with the flow and just don't talk with other people. It's just it's have to it have to mm, be a cluster to yeah. everything. So um, as we as we talking before, if we uh, if we manage to making a UI that it's part of the world, it's gonna be visible and it's not good in yeah. that way. I mean, visible, yeah. noticeable, noticeable, and it's yeah. and it's and it's not gonna be good. So yeah. it's, I'm yeah, like yeah, if you as a player find yourself looking for some some information that you want to have in the moment and it's not just readily available, then yeah, the UI is not really doing its its job basically. It feels like it, you you were talking about the pit boy and stuff. Now it definitely feels UI when you start scratching. We started out talking about the HUD again, probably yeah. for a first person shooter. You get to see the, the, how many mm-hmm. bullets you have left, etc. But it feels like when you're scratching the surface now of the various things and, and listening to to you talk about it, 
just definitely another rabbit hole we're going down mm-hmm. here because you now we're not only dealing with like how fancy does the explosions look it's really like how does it fit into the world it's the not, story game design only, gameplay it's not have it's not only have to be fancy no but it's also have to give proper proper feedback yeah. for a player yeah. yeah sometimes even better it's not gonna look so you know like extremely vfxy it's better to just bring uh just simple data yeah because it's more uh more proper for a for a gameplay yeah uh so that's another decision that it have to be made but how how does the the process look in uh, you you're talking about uh, how it's iterative how you have to throw stuff away um and start over but when you start over where what is like the first thing that you and your team establishes and when we starting over yeah when you start a, a brand new uh-huh uh probably we have to talk what's what's not okay with the previous one right yeah so or maybe what we only have to maybe there's not have to be everything throw away maybe we can only change bits and bobs there and here and there and it's gonna make a solution yeah we have to be smart but it, it's how does uh in, in in general like how how you work with other teams we were talking about about the different teams you work with like how how much can one small change in gameplay have on you like okay so mm-hmm. we're not doing bullets anymore we're now doing something else like oh, oh, superpowers let, like no let, let's do a classic extreme so we were making our first person shooter oh, now it's third I person I know that is going to oh, be boom. <laughs> okay okay you took it all away <laughs> I'm going to be annoying but I will say again it depends <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's true. It's uh, sometimes you know, like that's huge change for a uh, gameplay. It doesn't mean that it's gonna change the whole UI. Right. Um. I can. I can say like uh, you know, like if for example, UI now have to be a part of uh, I don't know, like your vision, because f- previously that was like uh, some element around the uh, around the screen yeah lights mm. in the helmet that the character puts on yeah and now you are seeing everything from the first person that can be a nice solution so for example you have everything what you see it's exactly the same thing that players see i mean characters see yeah. mm. so that might be a pretty nice uh, new point of view but don't have to be you know like for example if you had all of the elements as a third person shooter and all of everything goings around uh it still can be there as a as a first person shooter it's just about decision making mm. and create sometimes i'm not saying that uh, you know like leaving that uh, that's the same solution for a third person shooter as a for first person shooter is not creative because it's not what i mean but I wanted to say that it's all about uh what we think that it might be cooler or what how much uh, time we can have for it because sometimes it's of course uh, we can't do uh if it's too late we can't make such huge changes as understandable 
if uh, way of uh, shooting is changing or maybe weapon is changing or um w- way how you 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 get uh, damage is changing that's more impactful you mm. know so because that's more about uh feedback uh, just in the real life and you have to uh recognize how how now it's presented to player because uh with situation with hat only with a uh, first person and uh third person it's only changing of this not changed that much yeah it's the same data presented yes differently mm. but if you are changing some gameplay features like uh that that it's uh i mean that's also gameplay features i mean like uh that it's crucially changing the flow of mm. the game uh in the I don't know, maybe uh, we decided to change uh, how our inventory works. Mm. That's the that's the part that you have to go a little bit more, yeah. um, rethink that. But mm. yeah, like, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was also thinking the, the other way around, how UI then affects, because now we're talking to us, okay, gameplay, they are making big changes and that affects UI, but... Can UI, can we go the other way around as well? Like UI um, affecting gameplay in a more direct sense? I'm kind of thinking about the division where you have the UI kind of hanging magically off the backpack. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that kind of has a direct effect on how you play the game, how your eye moves. And oh how yeah, def- de- definitely because uh, we need to add that UI is also a gameplay feature. Yeah, exactly. Like, so. Yeah. Yeah, of course it can be attached for, uh, I mean, like, of course UI can be a lead uh, feature how whole experience work. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, probably there's a lot of games this, this is who just provide. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm just not, uh, I've not been, uh, I'm not, I can't bring you know like any examples but i have it in my head that yeah that was pretty often uh applied that all of your all of your uh experiences lead by ui it's like yeah. basically that's the main feature yeah. so yeah it's, of course it can be possible yeah. uh because it's not that ui is only uh had an inventory it's basically so many elements in the game and uh, it's it's not only that we have only shooters in a in game world, so yeah. it can be totally totally s- different systems, and it's uh, very important to know what we what we wanna uh, provide as an information. Right. Yeah, and, and I guess also when you're starting. Uh, a project and you're starting to map out how you want the UI to function, you you also start a little bit with uh, players' preconceived notions. Like there is um, a certain language already established within games that players are used to. Yeah, so, of so, course. So then you're like, okay, are we going to, where are we going to fit to that? Where yeah. are we going to change away mm-hmm. from that? And, you know, be creative and introduce something new. Yeah, uh, I would say uh, that we can discover a wheel for uh, uh, again yeah but we usually don't have to or should or we shouldn't uh i can 
Yeah, it has to be like a a, a real decision yeah. to reinvent the wheel because it's like okay, this works. Yeah, you have to. But be, we can make it. You better. have to. You have to be sure that <laughs> yeah. this wheel gonna be better. Yeah. Usually, yeah. it's because if you want to invent it again, it's like for what? So I would like to say that uh, we are as a still pretty primal creatures as we are, and with a combination with our culture, we have some uh, established systems of uh, what we get as information. Uh, I can ask you, for example, what's, uh, what, what you can associate with color red. Damage, danger. Yeah. Stop. And also health. That's also like... Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 But still, like, it's recognizable. It depends yeah. on if you're seeing it in the environment or on the screen. If it's, like, growing around your eyes, that's damage. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But you, it's on the health bar. It can be health. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But still, it's recognizable. Same thing with green. What's what? Uh, what yeah, you could? Um, that's what I would normally associate with with health. Yeah. And or uh, or poison. Yeah, or poison. Or exactly. Currency. <laughs> currency. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like overall, that's the thing that I can ask you uh, at three am, and you're gonna probably recognize. Yeah. And it's not about the games, but also like you have this on the streets, and like it's also like like the. Uh, system of light in the in the streets that's also UI yeah and it's the basic colors as I bring yeah. that's basically it uh, same thing with for example shapes uh, what's uh, what's the the difference between triangle or circle yeah triangle definitely again like danger yeah we're talking about yeah, danger or slow down look yeah, out yeah yeah, yeah. Ex exactly you know like it's just a major knowledge yeah and I would even, uh, for example, for me, it's also like super important, uh, the music part in a games, for example, that, uh, for example, if I hear, if I hear in drums, I already know that something's going to be, yeah, the there's going to be action. Yeah. The, like the battle music. Yes, yeah. exactly. But when I hear some calm harf, I know that I can chill. It's, it's basically, of course, part of this is on us as we because we are just it's because of the nature and how probably red was all, always like predicted as a something first danger but on the other hand maybe maybe this is good to eat like yeah. a red apple or something like that and i would say with the shapes it's more about the culture and uh, I would also bring it f with uh, with fonts in a UI sphere that we have so many you know, like uh, sheriff fonts and non-sheriff fonts. And when I see sheriff font, the first thing I notice about that that's all right. So this is something serious. Maybe ah, not right. for a text uh, for a reading because it's not gonna gonna work, but for a titles. Yeah. It's like yeah, the Roman Empire. Yeah, like that's the first uh, <laughs> first association with that, and yeah, like I I think that uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, it's it's like a part of uh, psychology, so it's also like a really really inter interesting field to search. Uh, and uh, as we talk about talking about the wheel, we can 
flip it. But we have to be sure that's yeah. going to work. So okay. it can, of course. There's some crazy situation that people are doing that. But it's good to remember what red's going to uh, be associated for people for the yeah. first time. Um, for example, uh, I can bring it like the in the cyberpunk. It was like a, mm. the red is is a main main color, and that was a quest to do it associated as a main color, but not only always associated with only danger. Mm. Right. So yeah, so it's possible, but yeah, but it has to be done yeah, and for, properly. And, and then you need to kind of educate properly in like the beginning yeah. steps of the game to show like what what is what and then now this is our visual language in this game going forward yeah mm. so it's basically you have to make a decision between uh what you want to go crazy with uh or what you want to just not make uh players have to learn yeah even with the iconography as, as we bring with the shape forms like we can do health with a triangle, yeah. but it was it's gonna be closer with with the with the circle. Of course, with the red cross, but this is not uh, everyone want to use it because it's a kind of trademark. But health is more about the soft, the smooth shape, and yeah. triangle is an attack. Yeah. yeah, I think like health potions tend to be rounder, yeah, and then yeah, like magical exactly. potions tend to be yeah. a little bit more. And uh, or did did yeah, and poison is there? usually in the this in the vial, tiny, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. like just yeah, you're yeah. gonna kill somebody <laughs> with the vial, yeah. And, and I think in one of our previous episodes when we we're talking about VFX, when uh, when John mentioned like yeah, try making fire that heals and see yeah. how long it takes for the player to try it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably the first thing I would do is make it blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, <laughs> yeah, or green. But, even. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still a fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like from the gas, I mean, from the... Um, yeah, it's gas, yeah? And, yeah. Uh, it's blue. So it's still it's still hot and it's still dangerous. <laughs> so it's not, it's not my first thing. Hey, maybe I'm going to touch it, you know? <laughs> But working with with uh, UI, you said you you come from a, a graphic designer yeah. uh, education. Mm-hmm. Technically, like on a when you sit down and, and work on these things, what kind of programs do you use? What kind of mm-hmm. uh, software uh, do you actually from mm-hmm. uh, conception up to the final game? Here in Massive, we are working with uh, uh, Adobe uh, uh, softwares. But, you know, like it's not have to be that and only. And it can be, uh, sometimes UI can be also made in a 3D program. So it's it's not about, it have to be done in particular one. And pretty often you have to remember that it's good to know engine. Yeah. Because on the end, it's all, always have to be applied to engines. So. Yeah, it needs to be integrated. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, but I will not say that it's something that it's uh, important to have, you know, like it's just, that's how we were working here, but it's not mean that we will not yeah. uh, be, it's not will be possible to work in on some different so- software. Yeah, I guess but. it's more that uh, having an understanding of how the process works and then you can apply that to whichever program you're making it in. Yeah. Yeah. What that actually reminds me of something we were talking about. Uh, in engine, 
because there's a technical side that we haven't really talked about, like how UI needs to, like memory-wise, like game-wise, UI will come into play. No, but if your UI is too complicated, you have too yeah. much information and stuff, mm -hmm. and then you have stuff happening on screen because UI is still on, like, inside the engine in the game, at some point it's going to start taking up memory as well. Oh, yeah. Showing all, yeah, of the, yeah, yeah, all yeah, of this course. information. Oh, when because <laughs> I remember that's one of the things uh, when I when I started in the industry, somebody told me like, Wait, we ha we have to change the UI to make this work. I was like, okay, Ch change the UI. I was like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> it's like it's one of the worst. Like for memory, we can can do this. Yeah. When when does that come into? <sighs> much that's, more complicated than people at home would, <laughs> would normally think it is. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to think always about not uh, making this too overwhelming uh, with that with data memory. But pretty often it's just, you know, like, you know, we can see in a process what we can do or what we can't. Yeah. Uh, also, there's, uh, you know, like when we are implementing things, uh, there's plenty of shaders that we are using. So sometimes we can, maybe we, we can have to find another solution, how to not apply a shader, but right. uh, we have to find another way to present it. Sometimes we have to make a little bit low res textures if it's not, if, if it's not uh, super, super necessary to have it like high, high, high. <laughs> high quality. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it doesn't need to be crisp 4K yeah, if it's exactly. only a if little part of the screen. If, exactly. If you don't have to, let's make it a little bit low res. And yeah, but it's usually uh, we can we can say that something is a little bit more um, overwhelming after after you know like implementing. It's uh, of course, as I, I said, you have you have to have it the back in your head that it can be like some mammoth of, uh, <laughs> of texture or file or uh, or widget but it's just a process yeah. yeah yeah i think every single department we've ever had on the podcast and talked about it always in the end comes back to and then we need to check you know how much memory it takes and make sure that everything yeah. runs yeah. in the game and yeah. sometimes not sometimes you know like maybe we can't take it from UI. You have to take it from other uh, element. Yeah. Maybe UI have to stay the mammoth yeah. in that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so technically it's a game, as you said, yeah, you call it a gameplay feature. It is a gameplay feature. Yeah, so sometimes is. something else will have to go. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll only have one exploding red barrel instead of the two. Unacceptable. Uh, I'm calling the game director. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like, I, I want to hear a little bit about how it is working as a UI artist here, here. at Massive, mm -hmm. um, like your your day to day, so to speak. Um, you you come in and you just boot up Adobe and and get to work, or yes, but <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, uh, I would like to a little bit make a segue between our first our previous topic to this oh, one. Absolutely, mm -hmm. that I need to say that I can really feel that in Massive. UI department is a department and it's not some, you know, like last in the, in the food chain uh, element that no one cares. We are, we are, we can feel that we are important mm. and uh, we are also cared about. So that's the really good, good feel. Um, 
and yeah, like uh, I'm usually going going to work and set up my uh, my station and start to check in my my mail. Of course, the first of, mo- of, of, of foremost because uh, you have to check your little calendar if there's not extra meeting just <laughs> just appear. Um, but yeah, like we we have. We are working super closely to other teams and uh, UI department contain you know, like uh, programmers, uh, technical artists, uh, UX designers, and we are we are managed to work together. Our production is uh, very caring and and helpful, and we as an art team, uh, we are we are giving each other feedback almost every time we need it and uh, this is you, you can't even imagine how it's helpful uh because sometimes you're stuck with such little things and you know like you just need to just somebody like just can can i talk with you you know like just i really don't know how to do this i mean like i've made so many iteration and i'm just stuck yeah. and somebody just came and like oh i bet you tried this and this like huh that's interesting. Yeah, that's my work, mm. and we we are working like that. We we never we never you know like uh, if somebody need us together like we we are doing this, and also like we are pretty easygoing people, so we like each other. At least I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, <laughs> but yeah, like uh, I am super happy to be in our team. Like, uh, and we are totally different people to each other. Like our characters are so different. Our sp- specialities are so different. That, uh, that's a, the perfect, in a per- I, I would even say that it's like utopia way <laughs> of uh, setup that we really complement each other. Right. And I, I know I sound a little bit, maybe I'm sugarcoating, but I'm not. I really love to work with this team. So yeah, yeah I'm really happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just a kind of nice, like yeah. wholesome, nice stuff yeah, to hear. I'm feel uh, warmth. I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so if, especially, I think there's a bunch of of graphical design uh, designers out there who might be interested in moving mm-hmm. over to uh, to UI to apply it in mm-hmm. a different way than they are today, like kind of like you did. Yeah, or even some two D artists out there that. Didn't what? know that uh, that UI was a thing. I think exactly, yeah. and yeah. they're about to apply to an internship for a two D. Yeah. Yes, a graphic Art, uh, yeah. <laughs> at a studio they never heard about before. Uh, no, but uh, where do you think, in general, just for for a graphic design for one, uh, but definitely for UI, where do you think uh, like where should I start if I'm listening to you now mm-hmm. and I think it sounds awesome? Uh, I would I? say that. It's important to uh, bring it again, play a game. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. that's yep. fine. Step that's, number one covered. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we have to just try to analyze this and uh, maybe even try to make your own project. Uh, maybe not, you know, like necessary to just, you know, like just make another. Uh, and are either iteration for a game that is already existing because sometimes it be they can be taken like as a little bit. Hmm. So you think you're doing this better, <laughs> yeah? <you know? laughs> 
I mean, I'm not saying that don't do it, but sometimes it's taken this way. Mm. Uh, for sure, like, yeah, like just focus on some, some of your own project and try to do it. It's, it might be super fun. And I would say don't be super, you know, like scared about that. Uh, also, if you would like to apply your res- uh, your CV to uh, as a for a, this uh, this position, don't don't try to make your portfolio because portfolio is super important. Mm. Uh, don't make the portfolio only contains anything beside UI. Mm-hmm. Like, right. uh, for it- example, uh, if you're gonna send port, you can be. Amazing artist, even maybe amazing UI uh, UI designer uh, slash artist. But if you're gonna send portfolio with paintings of sunset, it's probably not gonna make it. <laughs> uh, don't, don't try to slide your world building art in there as yeah, well. Yeah, like it's it have to be some something there yeah. that uh, it provides uh, information uh, to to rec- rec- recruitment team that you have a knowledge. Yeah. A little bit of uh, what's what you can do in this field. Yeah, uh, I will not say that uh, you have to be amazing artist or amazing type typographer. To be honest, like you just have to have a passion, and you have to have a will to learn and explore this mm. world. Because I would say that. There's a there's the thing that you know like uh, if somebody doing everything that's probably it's for nothing. I, I don't I don't remember this full sentence in English, uh, but there's a popular this sentence that oh you you're doing so many things and you probably can't do nothing in a specific. Yeah, uh-huh. jack jack of all trades, master of none. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that's what, yeah. that one, and I would not agree <laughs> with that because. <laughs> It's good that you are interested in so many things because it all is good to have. Yeah. But also you don't scare to don't have some. Just try. It's yeah. like basically it. And I would say also with um portfolio, uh if you have your own project already or you want to prepare some, uh please try to uh don't just throw your files into 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 you know like the the page or what, whatever you you are doing this try to think how to present it because it's super important the gl- first glance is almost everything yeah, yeah. and I would even say think of the user interface of your CV or and your portfolio yeah kind of <laughs> uh, if uh, I will suggest that uh, good to, good way to check how to, how to do it is uh, a page behance net and just type UI and UI game or anything in the tags, something like that. And just check how people do in this. You don't have to be super crazy because there's people who do an amazing (laughs) job with that. With the the, the presentation is the it's its own work. Yeah. Of course it's cool, but you don't you don't have to be that crazy. But at least just manage it. I would say, yeah. There's actually uh, recently uploaded uh, a video about how to make sure, and it's kind of exactly what Dana was saying now, how to make your portfolio stand out. 
Indeed. in this industry. Yeah, can, on the uh, the massive YouTube channel, you can find uh, our top five series. We have five videos from uh, the recruitment team here at Massive, where they go in uh, st- the top five tips for various uh, parts of the recruitment process. And one of them is, yes, how to create your portfolio. Yeah. So uh, check that out. Yeah, uh, I think we got most of that knowledge here already, but it's kind of the same yeah, thing. Yeah, pretty much. Still check out our videos, please. But um, give us those clicks. <laughs> give us all the clicks, please. Um, but when it comes to like schools and stuff, you came from an academy of fine arts, and then well, you went into game design via a, a trick internship. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, but uh, what would you recommend people do for for again starting out? Like is there any like mm-hmm. schools or or anything like that, or just uh, get you going. Know, I don't know if there's any specific academy with that profile, you know. No, yet. No. I mean, of course, there's graphic design, and I will recommend this in some part. I mean, some part. Yeah, I will recommend it if you want to go for uh, this um, artistic mm, ar- ar- artistic attempt. Yeah, it but seem, seems like a good step. Yeah, good step. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, don't... Uh, don't let yourself think that games are not uh, uh, th- games are wait- waste of time mm-hmm. or it's not art or because it is. Let's yeah, n- keep l- on yeah. playing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this is uh, come on, the industry is huge right now. So if you even think about to uh, get a job there, so there's an answer. Like, no, games are not waste of time. Yeah. Uh, 20 year old me playing World of Warcraft way too much is super happy right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to send that clip to my mom. Uh, Yeah, exactly. I have 600 deaths in Hades. That's that's dedication. That's that's a crazy uh, attempt. (laughs) I don't know. I love this game so much. It's... uh, But yeah, like, uh, I still try... Every time I'm... Even if I'm just doing this mindless, I just trying to think, oh, there's number here and I never notice it, you know, like, and this is part of UI. And, you know, like, it's... Now I am in the setup, finally, that I am always looking at this yeah. and i just <laughs> always <laughs> analytical even if i am doing something 600 times i'm still <laughs> doing this with unnoticing something new yeah. but yeah like um graphic design uh in an academy is it's probably good but first of all uh check the check online uh courses yeah. and some more efficient in a this specific field um there's a lot of communities to check. For example, uh, we can fix it in the UI. Uh, I I am there also, and plenty of people I l- know. There's. Uh, I uh, love that name. We <laughs> can fix it in, in UI. UI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can do your own research with uh, some pages. Like uh, one of the great examples is like GameUIDatabase.com. It's Really huge archive of uh, of data. Uh, what else? Uh, I would s- in Malmo, for example, there's a, a game assembly, and uh, one of my colleagues uh, finished uh, uh, f- finished the program of uh, like a UI as a specializ- specialization. Yep. So it's possible. Um, of course, uh, go to the game jams. It's like the most efficient, probably, like to to get knowledge not only about UI but all the production 
for a game so it's, and probably get new friends and chill a little bit. Yeah. So. yeah. And f- find somebody that's very specialized and love to do what they're doing and then offer them your help yeah. with, for example, UI, something Sounds that they great. don't yeah. want to focus too much on. And uh, in in Malmo also there's a, a gem mentorship. It's it's game empowerment movement uh, group, and this is uh, one of the one of one of the huge uh, organization in Malmo. And what else? Buy some books. Mm. Uh, I can recommend. Uh, I need to read it because uh, it, I have only title in Polish. And it's super long, and I don't want to, you know, like um, slip any any of words. It's not that there's the words are, you know, like some Shakespearean types, but <laughs> there's right. like eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's a long right. title. So design, de- design, design interfaces, patterns for effective interaction design. Hit us with a Polish title. Um, projektowanie interfejsu, uh, paterny dla efektywnego projektowania, uh, uh, projektowania interfejsów. Yeah. Something like that. Just, I, just like I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, this is not uh, exactly, uh, this is the same thing with uh, going to our uh, academy. It's like, it's not exactly about games, right? but there's a, uh, lot of uh, uh, efficient uh, knowledge about UI and uh, also in this case like uh, UX in a in a uh, interactions right so it's good to know the knowledge like uh, also like the the same thing with uh, psychology of human and you know like this if you go in the rabbit hole <laughs> it never ends <laughs> it's there's always something to check and always something to learn yeah. and yeah it feels like the more information that you bring from other branches like you said psychology or yeah. you know language theory or shape theory and then you bring that into kind of the your graphic design knowledge that's that's what ui is yeah exactly like it's plenty of things and uh, as i as i said if you think that oh maybe i can't draw so maybe i i'm not doing well no there's so many people who are not drawing and doing yeah. amazing in uh, in this field so yeah, l- l- learn to code as well yeah exactly yeah you can code the ui it's always good to code <laughs> <laughs> anywhere yeah. all right a lot a lot of links in the description yeah obviously. absolutely yeah we're gonna share yeah and also like uh if if you this is like small anecdote about this book i bring is i i, I i'm quite a fan of it because it's uh, have a I don't know why it have a duck in a in a in a cover and I bought it uh, before I came to Sweden and my name uh, I'm when I was in Poland I use it as an Anka because that's one way of uh. saying Anna <laughs> and I came here I was like oh maybe I shouldn't I shouldn't um, you know present myself with that name I used to use. <laughs> so now I'm Sweden. I'm usually use Anna, that, uh, not Anka. <laughs> <laughs> Anka, for the record, means means duck, duck. in Swedish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's cute. I, I'm not saying it's 
something that I am offended. I, I, I can think of worse nicknames than, yes. than, <laughs> than being called Duck. Especially that massive with all the ducks in the division. Yeah. I can't think of any that I can say on air, but yeah, there, there are worse <laughs> ones out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thank you very much for coming here. Thank you. Uh, it's been thank very, you for having me. And it really is, yeah, this rabbit hole just goes deeper and deeper. Yeah, I we, think we could be here for we a long prob- time. Yeah, we'll probably not end soon. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go deeper. We didn't actually even talk about the inventory screens very much. I would just want to keep going. Yeah, because but, it's not the main thing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no, that's true. It's only it's a tiny bit. Only an exactly. element. Exactly. Yeah. But thank you very much, Anna. Thank you. And that's... like and subscribe. Rate like and review. Yes. Hit the like button. All that stuff. Yeah. Throw us a comment. Yeah. You know, help us yeah. with the algorithm. Shoot us an email. <laughs> All that stuff. But yeah, thank and you. Check out Anna's art station and make sure to check. Weird and send messages. me a mail. No, yeah. no, don't send her a mail. <laughs> we're, we're keeping her. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, everyone. Bye. 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.